The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Claudia Pasmani. She is the Amherst Area Chamber of Commerce Executive Director. Claudia, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's so good of you to be here. I um, love that we pre-gamed before this meeting to catch up You're with each other. You're drunk already? Oh, oh no. not that kind of pre-game. Um, not I that see. kind of pre-game. Paul and Elizabeth's. <laughs> Although uh, they do serve alcohol, but yeah, no. We had some yummy fish lunch <laughs> at Peonies. That's definitely In Thorns. Yeah, yeah, it was good. We need to fill our bellies and catch up before this. It's so an nice old favorite. I was you. glad to be back. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been there in a while, Ex- so. Except for the fall, which we won't talk about. <laughs> we won't talk about. <laughs> it's been a lovely fall so far. <laughs> it's Chris. Save. It's November. It's cool. Oh, well, I'm so happy to see you, as always. I feel like you're such a light and a love um, in our community and do so much. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I often think about what you've done, the pandemic, um, the role of chambers, the role of you. Um, and I think, you know, before we really get into what you do for the greater Amherst area, I would love to talk about you and kind of where you come from and your role in nonprofits. Cause I think that gives you so much more of a depth of personality and, and just knowing the region so well. So, Women's Fund. Sure, yes. So I was a director of development for almost 17 years prior to finding my way to the chamber. So that was an incredible journey. Uh, Had many lunches at Paul and Elizabeth's (laughs) with many of my donors. You all know who you are. And, um, you know, just I I just uh, had such an incredible trajectory. I served as director of alumni development at the Bement School for almost nine years and then ended up at the Women's Fund of Western Mass. And when I landed at the Women's Fund, something really changed in me. Uh, It was something, you know, it was regional, four counties, something, uh, you know, we were funding in four counties. I was raising the money so we could give it away. What a gift that was just for me to be able to do. But then I really got to know our four counties. And there was really clearly a unique personality in every county, um, unique personality um, in our donors, but also in the needs of the women and girls that we serve. So really got to see what, um, how you, the unique challenges in each community um, and then how to rise to them. So um, that was just a gift to be able to empower women and girls you know, while uh, getting to know those communities. And uh, I was there during their 15th anniversary. So that was really, I was just at the Mass Mutual Center last week for CHD. And I, I was thinking about, you know, we were celebrating um, 15 trailblazing women. Uh, so, you know, again, just an absolute honor to be able to have done that work. And who was so. the executive director when you were there? Carla Oleska. Yeah, I love right? Carla. She's still a very good friend. Yeah. We've brought her back to the chamber to lead some launching yeah, women the, workshops. Yes, Absolutely. Was that 2019, I have think. Have to use every relationship. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Leverage <it's> just, every. <laughs> so just cross pollinates. That's you know, right. it's like you can't just How leave lucky. someone in that position or that role, especially when you're in the role that you're in now. Mm-hmm. And so, Carla, um, who was the executive director of the Women's Fund when you were there, mm-hmm. um, is now doing doing what, consulting and sort of speaking engagements and mm-hmm. things like that? She's also at Nelquit okay. in Greenfield. Yeah. So again, she's just a fierce advocate yeah. for women and girls and families. Yeah, I yeah. love that so much. And so what what makes Hampshire County different? I mean, I feel like you're here, you know, focused on Hampshire <laughs> County, greater Hampshire County, um, Amherst area. You know, what, what made it different uh, when you were at the Women's Fund? How did you kind of describe Hampshire County? 
<laughs> I we're a, we're a county. Actually, our largest number of donors were from right here in Northampton and in Amherst. So when you talked about you know f- people really valuing women and girls, um, it was really clear it was in this community, um, but also that people really cared. Right, they care about their community. They care about uplifting one another. Uh, and and for me, the most important lesson was women really supporting other women. And I really saw that a lot in Hampshire County. Um, and certainly, it transfers over to the chamber when you see, you know, we have seventy nonprofit members, right? And so a lot of those nonprofits are serving the needs of our community. And you can see how much we care. Um, you're a great leader. I know. <laughs> I'm speaking to one of the best um, in Hampshire County who really is a voice for those who who may not have one. And I think that is one of our greatest gifts as a community. You all do that here. Monty does it with the March, which is incredible. Um, and and so many, you know, you do it with Cancer Connection. You have so many incredible I know. initiatives. Monty's and like I, my beacon of, of goodness. Uh, all both of you are. And Claudia's kissing up to the host. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. I, so I nice. Keep it coming. Come Keep it coming. <laughs> I know. You see, you should see them egging me on. Yeah. Um, but throwing, no, it, throwing money. <laughs> but it's but it's true that that is a value system that's really clear, has always been very clear here. And uh, but I feel like that transcends to our business uh, business owners, and we'll get into that. But I feel like that um, our chamber really we really take care of one another, and that is something that I have seen. Um, yeah, know, crossover. And and I feel like you can tell that your background is nonprofit or that you have a really big heart and you're focused on that because a lot of the programming that you do at the chamber is really mm-hmm. nonprofit based and there's right. always a tie-in or a donation or, you know, some sort of give back and and combo between the for-profit and the nonprofit. Right. Well, my last 3 years I was doing consulting and uh I worked with uh, Providence Ministries, some other in Holyoke. And, you know, it's not just about having a big heart, but it's also recognizing our, our unique populations in each community and how to best serve them. So um, that was such an eye-opener as well, even though I had, I had supported that community. I love Holyoke. Holyoke has a really big piece of my heart. I do a lot of partnership with them when I can. And, again, it is heart-driven, but it's also – uh, driven by just an amazing community that's out there that, you know, knowing our communities and how, how best to meet them where they're at. And so, uh, in fact, I'll tell you a really quick story. I was at one of our local restaurants. A young man came in and said that he had just arrived from Puerto Rico during Maria. And I was in Holyoke at the time working. And he was saying how much he received from the organization. And we had done all this fundraising to make that possible. You know, we had clothing over here appliances over here. And he was like, I got, I had nothing. I came here from nothing. And he's a co-owner of a small restaurant. So four years later, right? So to have that impact, so it's about impact. It's not just heart, but it's, you know, being able to collaborate, to partner, and, and uh, again, to work with those who care and make it all possible. And, so and it takes to a leverage. lot, takes a village. Yeah, I <laughs> and mean, leverage. and to leverage your, your relationships because sometimes someone over here has something that doesn't, you know, that hasn't exactly connected the dots. And I feel like right. you're a big dot connector for a lot of us in the community. I try, um, I try. Yeah. We all do right here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it's, and it's important, I think, to focus on the nonprofits and sort of let the, the nonprofits do what they do best. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when everyone is so siloed. I feel like the collaborators need to really pollinate and help um, make those connections for people because otherwise people don't have time. They're, they're busy doing their jobs or taking care of the needs of, you know, who their constituents or clients are. 
Um, so thank you for that. That's really important. And so the other piece of why I love you and, and why you are so well-rounded in your job at the, at the chamber is that you also have, um, a family business. Your, your husband is a business owner. In right. Amherst. We're both UMass grads, yeah. undergrads and graduates, students. He's a PhD. I'm an, a master's. And, uh, so, uh, you know, we are one of those stories of we met here, we stayed here. You know, I, I actually told the legislative breakfast just last Friday. Um, I admitted, I said, you know, I never wanted to move back here. I left for a few years and came back. And um, at first, I, I didn't want to leave the ocean. I didn't want to leave, you know, the water. And and he pulled me back. And the truth is that um, I raised my kids. You know, they're now 27 and 26. <laughs> and I can't believe that. That's crazy. But, uh, you know, that uh, you know, we've had a lifetime here, and it's been incredible, an incredible journey, and definitely having the vantage point of having worked in the nonprofit sector for so long, um, and working with so many amazing people that uh, you just can't help just absolutely fall in love and want to live here and work here and play here and uh, retire here. So this is kind of where we're at right now. But yes, he, he so he's one of those businesses who launched uh, right out of the PhD program, and they're an engineering firm, and you know, they employ, you know, any anywhere from 15 folks up. And so that's, you know, providing benefits, providing great jobs. And so we're really proud that um, he's part of that. And uh, the two partners are folks that we've known since uh, before kids. So we all met, you know, before they even finished their PhD, their PhDs. So we've known each other for a long time. So again, it's a lifetime. Our kids are, we're watching them sort of at their next stage too. So yeah, I'm, and my heart's here. <laughs> yeah, and and that's incredible. I mean, I think that that not a lot of people know that you have all of this stuff going on, and that you've raised your kids and you went to school here. I mean, you're just you you know so much about the area, and so you know where you're at now. What are you working on? You know what what keeps you going? What keeps you motivated and getting out of bed every morning when you're when you're thinking about what you do? I think um, just about uh, five minutes before I left, I connected someone via email that I had met at an event. He came up, gave me his card, and he said, you know, I'd really like to talk to so-and-so. And I made that connection, and they were off and running. And so I think that, you know, to be able to spark and to, to, you know, make that happen and, you know, see that light in someone's eyes, like, oh, will you? And then you actually follow up and do it. You know, that is uh, really the part of it is connecting. Yep. So just like nonprofit fundraising, it's connecting people to people. Yep. I love that. People and to causes, people to mission, yeah. right? people to people, yeah. people to their work. And it's never ending, just like development. You know, like even when you get that million dollar um, grant or donation or whatever, it's like mm-hmm. on to the next, on to the, the next. What else can I do? What more good can I pollinate into the world? I love it. Well, we're already at our first break. Um, so we're going to break for a minute. Um, I'm so excited to be here with Claudia Pazmani from the Amherst Area Chamber of Commerce. She's the executive director, and we'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Claudia Pesmani of the Amherst Area Chamber of Commerce. She is the executive director, and in the last segment, we were listening to her talk about her history in nonprofit and Epiment, uh, small business family, going to UMass. I mean, you've kind of got it all. Um, and I think I love you so much because you really walk the walk by showing us the way to walk, um, by living the life and, and doing through action. And I really appreciate that about you, Claudia. So thank you so much um, for that. And so at the chamber, you know, I think 
people that live here in our community will really remember a lot of what you do and a lot of what happened in COVID um, through the pandemic about what you've done. Um, and so I would love for you to talk a little bit about how the pandemic was for the chamber, was for you personally, and was for the greater um, Amherst area. Well, I, it was clearly such a dark time, and I think none of us knew what we to do. I think as a chamber, I thought, oh, gosh, we're finished. You know, like, this is it. I can't have an event. I, you know, we were so, so divine, defined by our events and getting people together, and now we were all separated. So what, what was our role? What was our mission? I mean, that was very clear that we had no path. Right. <laughs> there was really, you know, I was certainly nervous. And uh, all of a sudden, it was just a light went on, and... I am lucky to have a great partnership with our bid, our Amherst bid, Business Improvement District, that is really responsible for our downtown. They had received a, a nonprofit status for an, a, a cultural arm that they were establishing, the Downtown Amherst Foundation. And so we looked at one another, and she's a previous fundraiser. So this dovetails to the beginning mm-hmm. of, well, wait a minute. Well, why don't we use those, you know, flex those muscles mm-hmm. and get our fundraising going? And mm-hmm. so we rallied. I don't think we ever worked more hours uh, like you at the banks, you know, we were just nonstop. I don't think there was a difference between night and day at that point. Yeah, it was, um, it was incessant, and we raised almost we raised over four hundred thousand dollars. We had two rounds of grants initially, micro grants, um, and we were able to purchase bulk PPE from you know we used uh, UMass as you know for leverage. So again. Accessing our, you know, as you said, accessing all of our partners and really making that work. Uh, we did a ton of downtown signage to kind of unify, uh, just trying to give ourselves a, a big, uh, you know, we all were looking for a boost, that's for sure. So, and then, I, so I think what came out of that was something really beautiful. We had an amazing partnership with Abid. Um, we had amazing giving to our business owners. We ended up one-on-one, we'd come into the office, work with the folks that you worked with, you know, applications. Getting sorting their paperwork through, we really saw business owners, um, unfortunately, at their worst. Like, oh just, my god, absolute worst. Yeah. Um, like when you I know, think about just right. you know, inst- I mean, I think about you know if if paychecks stopped instantly for me, what that would mean. Forget right. about the business and all of your employees and all of it. It was people at their very very worst oh. or or most in need. You know, people that would have never even imagined that happening. Yeah, the first group we heard from were folks that were not members. They were folks who were the gig workers, right? People who were out of restaurant, out of work restaurant owners, photographers, wedding photographers, and, you know, just amazing artists, right, whose jobs just completely vanished. And so I think the other role the chamber really switched was, because we're member-based, right? That is the only income we have is our membership. That is how a, a chamber survives. We have membership and sponsorship. That's it. We're very lean. There's no, in all, tra- we can tra- be transparent with our money tomorrow. You know, there's nothing uh, fancy about us. We're very small and mighty. Uh, and it sometimes does help us to be a little bit more nimble. But um, but you saw that, you know, this is just a time of, oh, my goodness, this, this really took us by, you know, we were just shocked and thought, okay, now we have to, we have to really um, look at who we are and how we can really help. And so Gabrielle Gould, mm-hmm. she's the executive director of the bid. Yep. You and she partner so well together. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, like I, some sometimes when you send the email blasts and you send a lot of them because you always have <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. I'm not sure if it's from Gabrielle or if it's from you <laughs> or if it's like a bid thing or a chamber thing. I mean, it's just it's a beautiful partnership, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you were both working together to get grants to sort of figure this out and 
And what did that look like? What other things came out of this time that you can say, oh, that was because of COVID or that was this grant or? Right. Well, obviously the tourism piece, um, you know, first it was Article 14. It, it was, you know, cocktails to go. It was all those little pieces. We had a tip jar for all those out of, uh, you know, those out those workers that were out. Um, so people could tip their favorite hairdresser or um, you know, pay a photographer that might not have been able to come and do, you know, what, what were they doing? They were doing neighborhood photo shoots. Remember? Yeah, was, outside. Uh, uh, door, on the doorstep. It was doorstep. Porch. Porch, porch, yeah. porch series. Yes, or that's something. what it was. Yeah, yeah, series. yeah. See, it's all coming back to yeah. me. Oh, um, yeah. Everyone was reinventing. Like Dion. I, yes, but I think that here's what's interesting. <laughs> I had a marketing intern who was developing a whole package for all of our businesses that were not just mem- anyone in our, uh, and we were starting with downtown businesses in Amherst as a pilot to say, you don't have Instagram, you don't have this, you know, really, here's the like basic package of what you need. And here's some of the tools to help you get started. And we're going to help you. And it was going to be no cost, you didn't have to be a member. But it reminded us that membership wasn't always, you know, it was all about, it was a level playing field. It was, you know, the chamber was here for everyone. And I think um, that was exciting for us in the sense that and for me, like, holy cow, we really have an opportunity to help and, and, you know, be of service. I'd be of service to everyone. And so that really felt good. Uh, and it continues because we, we have new members as a result. We have new partnerships as a result. But more, um, you know, your question was what's new. It's more about the business owners. They, you know, the QR code. When the QR code came out and I was at the Women's Fund, we were like, yes, we're going to be on top of this and we're going to launch it. It was a dud. <laughs> like it <laughs> fell. Nobody cared about the QR codes. Well, we brought them back in the pandemic and they are here to stay. And this was a global pandemic. So I just returned from a trip abroad. And, um, you know, the global recovery is still happening, right? So our staffing issues are the same globally. And I I was in London, you know, the brew pubs, no staff. You order everything through a QR code, and it comes out from the kitchen. They're just bypassing, ordering. You know, there's no service staff anymore. You're just going right right to the kitchen, making your order and they come out with it. Wow. It's just that lean, and it's yeah. because that staffing issue is so deep, yeah. and it's not just us. So offering changes. Everyone's ideas. Everyone's making changes. Right, yeah, and pivots. I, think, I think we set the standard for we tried everything during the pandemic. Yeah. We tried it all. You know, we had the tip jar. We had Google Forms. Uh, unfortunately, um, the BLM movement really took, it, well, for good in many ways. It took a turn for visibility. But it real, you know, we started to say we never really tracked our businesses for what kind of ownership was it minority owned, was it woman owned? Because we realized that um, there were a lot more right uh, grants being made available to certain groups and like woman owned, um, uh, BIPOC owned. So we really started to say, well, let's just use a Google form, put it out there, and people could self-identify. And this way, that felt really good. People could do it on their own. And we're not controlling it, but we can certainly identify folks, but also let other consumers know, hey, these are the businesses you should be supporting. Um, and, and we had a lot of requests for that list. So it just worked out to be a beautiful synergy. Um, and those are longer lasting. You know, uh, it also helped us force and I, for it helped us create our first equity task force for our board. So we created a, a hate has no biz hashtag. Had Which posters I love, put up. By the way, I love that <laughs> yeah, poster and that hashtag so, so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, just those kinds of things. Are so I can't even begin to tell you how many things have come out of um, those silver linings that I yeah. hate to say out of such a horrible thing. Yeah. Um, you know that, in fact, yeah, 
you know, I, I think our businesses are more resilient. And so you talked a little bit about mission. Has your mission at the chamber changed from this time or is it still the same mission that it was previously? <laughs> I was just saying that the other day. I was like, wow, it's both. You know, we're, we're still doing grants. We're still, we're working on the tourism piece. So all of a sudden we're still filing for grants, which, which was a full-time job at that time. And now we're putting all our events back on. So all of a sudden... It's three jobs it in one. It all doesn't fit which... into the same time <laughs> clock, right? You're like, wait a minute. This exactly. isn't working. Yeah. Yes. So that is where I'm at. Like that balancing act has been really challenging because, again, we're small, um, but we want to be nimble. And so, but we want to take advantage of what's out there, you know, and we're trying to get that word out to, you know, to you, to our business owners and our partners. Look at all these grants out there. We want to take advantage of them as well if we can. Mm-hmm. The, the, the chambers are nonprofit for businesses and we're mostly often not eligible for many, mm-hmm. but we can certainly encourage others to make sure that they do. So I'm constantly sending folks to grants. I did today. So you're a 501c6, C6. Um, mm-hmm. which means a non-government yeah. agency, which isn't technically a 501c3. Correct. So you can't apply for a lot of the grants that are specifically for nonprofits. Uh, or, or for businesses. <laughs> Or, okay. I mean, or, well, yeah, that's right, for nonprofits. Right. If we're for a business, we can do it, but there were very few. Yeah, right, so, that are specifically for that, right? Yeah. So is that where Gabrielle comes in and the foundation for downtown Amherst? Is that where Right, that's how we were able to raise something? the money so right. people could make tax-deductible donations. Great. And that was a huge gift yeah. to be able to make that possible. Yep. Um, and then, of course, it was turned back into a cultural fund, and it created the, J- the Drake Right, which we can talk which we about should talk after. about, yeah, <laughs> after this break. Um, all right, you've been listening to Tara Brewster on the Western Mass Business Show. I'm here today with Claudia Pasmani, who is the executive director of the Amherst Chamber of Commerce, and we'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Claudia Pasmani, who is the executive director of the Amherst Area Chamber of Commerce. And we were just talking about some beaches. Some beaches Italian that, things. Yeah, some Italian <laughs> things, some beaches. She's going to flip-flop over to Monty's uh, show to talk about wine and food. and Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Claudia, we were talking about initiatives that came out of COVID and, and your mission and where you are and partnering. And, and one thing I would love to talk about that's so major for Amherst is the Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did the Drake come to be and, and what is what is the status currently of the Drake? Are they programming? Is there lines out the door? What's going on with the Drake? I should have your, my numbers, Gabrielle, and I apologize in advance. So this is to Gabrielle. Um, Gabrielle Gould she, is Gabrielle Gould, the head of right. downtown Northampton Associates. Uh, not Northampton Associates. Amherst Business Improvement District. There you go. Um, no, she's a powerhouse, and uh, the vision was always to have a downtown performing arts center. And so uh, one of the things we all did during the pandemic was write one another amazing letters of support whether it was for our library, for for this entity, for others. This was an incredible opportunity, like I said earlier, about grants and taking advantage of all those grants. And one of them was um, to get this going, to talk to our state reps. And th- our reps were never more accessible than during the pandemic. I have to say we have amazing representation yep. from Senator Comerford, my representative, Mindy Dom, Representative Dan Carey. We, we heard from Jake Oliveira. I mean, just it's been amazing. And um, so the... Performing Arts Center was something we had, she had really targeted 
before we even had the pandemic and we had Destination Amherst sort of at a, at just at the ready and had launched it just pre-pandemic. And part of it was this Downtown Performing Arts Center. It was, an, an, it was a 21st century library, the Downtown Performing Arts Center, a new North Common, um, an outdoor performing arts shell. So there was a whole uh, new wayfinding. It was a lot about placemaking, but also about really bringing arts and culture right to downtown, right? So that was something we were already partnering on. So it was nice that we had that sort of prelude mm-hmm. to, you yeah. know, the pandemic. But then, um, you know, the vision was hyper-focused, and we were able to really support one another, uh, write those letters. I mean, she took the lead, and just, it, it, it was amazing to watch. And uh, we partnered on patronicity, uh, you know, raised money so quickly, so she needed to raise a certain matching, you know, amount, and uh, just flew with it, and really ran with it. And so, obviously, it, it opened last May. And so it, it's not even been a year yet. Mm-hmm. I was just at a show last Thursday night for hubby's birthday. So how nice is that? I don't have to go anywhere yep. for right amazing local talent. Yep. And just, you know, um, and they were Boston talent, which was super exciting. And um, I don't know all the numbers, but I want to say she said something like uh, over a thousand shows already. It's so amazing. it's it's amazing. So I, and, and performers. So holy cow. Um, so you're talking... Uh, and also there are nights where it's free to the community. There are open mic nights. There are nights, um, poetry slam nights. So there are really um, amazing pieces to that. It's not just, perf- you know, it's all performing arts, right, coming to downtown. So, And it's also a great, great venue because um, it's really encouraging people to go and eat and then come enjoy a show. Yeah. So that's the real economic, right, driver piece to this arts and culture is all of a sudden, you have a, a you know a, a real um, critical mass coming to an event, and they're going to come and typically spend a certain amount of money in your you know in your downtown. They're going to right go to restaurants. Yeah, I mean for for us in Northampton, that was always something that was such a huge driver for us: the Calvin and yes. the Academy and the Iron Horse and Pearl Street. Right. Um, yeah, we need to get some of those back up online. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin music is still going strong. Yeah. Calvin sometimes too. Well, you know, and this is, we have the Fine Arts Center. We have, I mean, Amherst yes. certainly is surrounded by, we have the iconic museums, right? So arts and culture, we are the certainly a bedrock of it, but we didn't have that live performing arts space other than the colleges. So it's really just a nice addition to it. Really, and so I feel like your programming has been, you know, yeah. very, very um, world renowned. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been artists from all over the globe, and I think um, Kyle and Cassandra are programming right from Laudable. Is that true? So I don't, I don't believe that Laudable is still there, okay. but I'm just going to leave it there and yep. say go to <laughs> um, AmherstDowntown.com, check out um, the Drake. Or is it the Drake.com? We're going to have to look it up before yeah. break. Just Google the Drake Google Amherst. Google the Drake Amherst. Find it. You'll get a little fun history <laughs> on the what past it, Drake at the it, worst, and you'll find the schedule. Okay, wait. Now, little little known story. My husband was a drummer, and he his first gig was at the original Drake. Wow. Back in the day. <laughs> That's so great. You should get him up on the drums. I know. Yeah, that'd be great. I know. Get yeah. the so old band back together. He built himself a new drum set during the pandemic. Wow. Wow. He bought the core pieces and then built. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's another segment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Crafty another, another things one. I learned to do yes, during the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. I installed three hardwood floors in my house. <laughs> Seriously. I, think that's, that's that, I actually did that, so we'll talk about that. It yes. was really fun. I had my kids with the. But, you know, um, 
Aside from that, we also pushed the North Common forward. We wrote letters of support to get our library up and running. So the, the new Jones Library, and we're hoping, again, they're, they're hitting some roadblocks, but we're there to support them. And so it's been a nice convening so that we can support one another in our drive to create Destination Amherst. Um, so that is still a dream that's very much alive, um, you know, but and step by step. So seeing the Drake happen and come to life um, throughout, I mean, th- to think that, it happened during a pandemic yeah. is almost really like the most unlikely scenario. And and, <laughs> and not yet, because of, but and because yes. of, right. It kind of forced. And so it's a, it's a great position to be in. It really is. And it's humbling. And, um, but also just to watch daily to see people, you know, just filling our downtown again and all of us, you know, we were all coming back and I love seeing summer on strong, you know, we're all learning from one another which is the other thing, you know, we're all doing what we can. We, we have something unique in each of our communities Agreed. and we try to make it special, right? So um, we're all borrowing from one another, yeah. but also trying to build on one another's strengths too. Um, and so we took advantage of a tourism grant and we work with the, you know, the, the Northampton Chamber right here in downtown Northampton is the lead on the Regional Tourism Council for um, this community. And it's just, it's the Hampshire County um, Regional Tourism Council. And honestly, Without the tourism, you know, that is a big piece of what chambers are doing. And I don't know that people know that. And that really came to the forefront as well, that we also have a whole nother job. And I think you said it best, Tara, uh, when we were talking about this before the segment about how, you know, we bring locals together as a chamber, right? We bring you to network and, and meet new people and, you know, get them to know your station or get them to know, you know, GSB and its mission. But the truth is that... Um, we're also here to allure people to the community and find out why we live, you know, work and play here. So we're and also two about very different things, two very right? Different things. I mean, they're two totally separate, totally things. different things. But yeah. the quality of life here, as we all know it, as we run businesses, right? We are here. We run, I, our, our family runs a business. That business, we're, that's going to keep us here, right? Right. So what am I going to do to make it a place where other people love? It's so much that they're going to live and work and play and start a business here. So and, that's and the tourists need to come in order to support the small businesses, the the restaurants, the retail, absolutely, the arts and entertainment. Well, and that's another area where our bid and chamber partner. We are also host to a visitor information center right in downtown Amherst. So we share a staff member who staffs that. So we constantly have a staff person there at all times um, or, or most days of the week and the weekends. So that uh, so it's open on Saturdays and uh, that's a great. You know, gift, you can't imagine we meet people from all over the globe. So are people still coming into visitor centers or are they calling? You know, I kind of got laughed at the other day when I went on a road trip with some girlfriends and I was like, oh, well, we could just, you know, call the chamber, look it up online. They're like, what? (laughs) <laughs> like, why not just Google? I was like, why not go to the source? Let's, let's ask the Chamber you, of Commerce in this town. I mean, you I, I know imagine. I'm like an 80-year-old trapped in a 43-year-old oh, no. body. But. <laughs> every age, every person who walks in there wants a map. They do not want to leave empty-handed. They want a physical map. I can tell you that there's a. I can tell you that there's an app. I can tell you to go to visit Hampshire County and check out the, you know, there's a travel widget that's fantastic that the Regional Tourism Council is responsible for. But... Nope, they all want a physical map. So one other good thing that came out of the pandemic is I think I saw them at I saw them today. Yeah, in Thorns. I was think. it in Thorns? We saw yeah, them. Yeah. Okay. So we all partnered on 
a Pioneer Valley map. Um, and I love this because when you travel, right. all of the other cities have these maps right. with the cute little pictures and it's right. green. I've always and wanted one. Iconic. I've always wanted one. And, and I collected like, them when I traveled. Have one, right? yeah. so, and now we all have one. Now, because we so all smart. partnered and we so said great. we all wanted one. Yeah. And I thought, why would I do one? Yeah. Why would Northampton? Like, yeah. It just made more sense yeah. that we all kind of... You get, you you get more bang over. for your buck. And there's <laughs> Northampton, there's over. Amherst, yeah. there's East Hampton, yeah. there's Franklin yes. County. The new mill district, right? In North Amherst. Yep. Like, there's so much happening, yep. right? So yep. people so love helpful. it. So now I, love I can it say, too. here's yeah, your here's map. Your map. Yep. And they love it. Thank you for coming. <laughs> I haven't seen the map yet. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to Yes, see you're thing. so excited. You'll go, oh, that map. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we have to take another break. This is Tara Brewster. You're listening to the Western Mass Business Show. My guest today is Claudia Pasmani of the Amherst Area Chamber of Commerce. She is their executive director doing good work throughout the region for us. Yay, Claudia. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Claudia Pesmani. She is the executive director of the Amherst Area Chamber of Commerce. What would we do without her? I don't know. Um, I'm so happy that you're here on the show finally. I feel like it's been so long, but yet it's only been a year or so. So, um, so Claudia, for me, I know you so much through all of your good works um, hosting events. I mean, you do such wonderful events for this community, whether it's you know, uh, the launching women event that you started pre pandemic that you're starting to pick up, um, one offs with, you know, really well known people, um, that can tell us how, what, when, where, why, um, legislative breakfasts, uh, the a plus awards. So I would love for you to talk a little bit about any of those and just <laughs> let us know what you're up to for fall. Awesome. Thank you. Well, programming is a big part of obviously what chambers do. And so, um, you know, this is fall is probably the busiest season. It's insane. So <laughs> I really don't know. I, I think yesterday I had three things booked at the same time. So <laughs> it's, that's kind of how fall is, um, which is a good thing. And it's a gift. But it's also because of we have a board that, you know, we have committee members that work. You know, you are not on our board. And you, when you see that list, they're not just because they wanted to so have impressive. their name on a list. Yeah, no. It's because they're really on a committee. They're really helping um, not they're only on just, a board. And they're on a board. They're on a committee. And they're on, on you know, I mean, we've, we've rebuilt. And then showing up at events. Yes. And they, we've rebuilt our infrastructure and they're helping with and grow events. Our, our events have been, I just want to say one thing about Chamber. What I really love about Chamber this this year, and I think you're seeing it, there's new energy everywhere about Chambers, and I've, the programming has never been better. So I feel like that's another thing that has come out of this pandemic, that people are looking now to Chambers to say, oh my gosh. And I feel like we're, we're almost, you know, we haven't really had an official fund, uh, you, know, re, you know, this is renewal season, but not necessarily a membership drive, which you are seeing a lot of right now. It's typically the time of year for a Chamber membership drive. But you just see so much energy around events. Uh, I can see that participation is way up. Our events have never had more uh, attendees. Yeah, you're people more are just relevant. So, we're more relevant. I yep. think we've proven our relevance, and that's exciting. So we've got, you know, programming like Launching Women, where I had brought Carla so back excited. from the fun. You know, we have Leslie's, Dr. Leslie Salisbury Love coming Leslie. and Jesse Curley, yep, right, of, of J. Curley Collective. So it's really been um, really women empowering women. Um, that's something we saw back, you know, prior to the pandemic, something is really important. Um, and when you said to me, what did I see in Hampshire County? I always felt like we never had a real 
a women's group necessarily. We ha- I saw a lot more in Hampton than I did in Hampshire, yeah. and that was one of the guiding forces behind the Launching Women workshop. And so, I have to say, to be able to invite my coworkers, which I've done, I think there's like eight of us now <laughs> going. I, I, owe, owe, I owe you some money for that. <laughs> um, but just to have a venue right. to be together outside of work where it's not mm-hmm. um, a late night cocktail right. in your hand, arrive at five or something. Right. And this we have is that such too. A gift. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is great. Right. But it's also, you know, right. it's nice to take a pause from work and start early in the day and look at each other with right. brighter eyes, coffee, coffee's in our hand rather than tired eyes with cocktails. Absolutely. And we love that. And, you know, believe it or not, last year, 21, we had over 47 events between ribbon cuttings and events. I believe it. I can't believe it. I so, believe it. So, you know, and, and a good year, I think we had 60 something. So that's crazy. So yeah, it's amazing how lot. much we've come back, really, despite everything um, and all the health issues. And, you know, um, we're still struggling. You know, it's still a struggle. But um, so we've got. The Launching Women, um, Josh Hornick started his series, uh, Lies That Are Holding Your Business Back. Um, and of course, we have the A-plus awards and we have our monthly. And the one thing about our monthly networking, our after fives, normally the second Wednesday of the month, I, what I love is we go to new venues or we, we're able to support our really small businesses. Um, you know, we get some, we get them sponsored. If you want to sponsor, talk to me <laughs> in the future. But like we just hosted an after five at Savannah's last month. It's Savannah's Bistro and Bar, right? On that University was their one Drive. year, right? Yeah, one year anniversary. They opened in a pandemic. These crazy people. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? It's, it's like, amazing. Why not? Why not? You know, and it's it was, like when your back's up against the wall, go for it. Exactly. And you, there, and you see a win. It's yeah. amazing. It's a beautiful venue. Uh, and, and it was, it was packed. I mean, it was just one of a, it was a beautiful event, Jones. Uh, you know, sponsored. So again, just the idea of we also get to we get to highlight our new members. But then A plus awards are coming November seventeenth at UMass Student oh. Ballroom. That's right. Is it sold out? <laughs> uh, not yet, but I'm. It I will sold be another people. two. That's right. I yeah. just sold another two tables. Yeah. Yes. Um, literally this morning. Um, but the truth is that we're celebrating hundred years of United Way, Franklin and, and uh, Hampshire Amazing. County, which you know I, yeah. they speak for themselves. Yes. That work. So I'm just humbled to be able to honor them for that evening. Uh, we partner with them whenever we can, but they're just amazing. Amazing. Angelina Ramirez of Stavros. Um, you know, Center for Independent Living, what they She's have not advocated. not retiring, right? No, 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 no. Okay, she good. is their CEO. Please Great. don't, yeah. don't no rumors. No, no, I just, <laughs> I just didn't know. She I, has been there for 30 yes, years, plus years. Yeah, yep, amazing. Since 2019 as its CEO. Um, and she is the most humble. She would really wanted everyone else to receive it and not her, no. which I really love about her even more. Why yeah. I'm, I'm like, no, you're having yeah. that award and taking so that special. moment. But the truth is that um, what they have advocated for at Stavros has impacted the lives of many people across the state, not just in our own communities. So the impact is a real ripple effect. So I'm just grateful, again, where my... Right, my previous life as fundraiser gets oh, yeah. to merge with my life here at the chamber, so it's a gift to be able to do that. And of course, our our, our young professional um, Kyle from GSB, GSB. will give a plug. My ambassador at GSB, <laughs> who's been an incredible um, committee member, he does so much in the community. Oh, so yeah. he's just he is chamber doing his stuff he, for the so chamber. Quiet. He loves. We've had a lot of humble it. warriors. Sean yes. Barry of um, you know Four Seasons, yes. like he was like what. <laughs> who, who's Monty's right-hand cart yes. pusher. Yeah, I wouldn't get over all the potholes of, or up Amity <laughs> Hill and Amherst if Isn't it weren't crazy? for Sean Barry. I know. So yeah. it's really nice to recognize Sean. after, And he just he does so much for all of us at Chambers events, at so many of our nonprofit events. So it's just really about time. So that's really feels good. And Taylor from UMass 5. So um, UMass 5 
Credit Union. So it's just so such a great group. I'm honored and humbled. Um, oh, and Josh Rousseau, leader of innovation. He's got Amherst Intelligence Security. He's got some amazing AI stuff going on, and he's about to announce something big. So hopefully by Are the they taking words. over? <laughs> not that big, hopefully. Uh, not, maybe not that big. But, um, you know, it's great to honor our young rising professionals, right? And so um, that's – we're a convener. Right, we're a convener, connector, networker. So that's just—I mean—that is the core of what we do. And so that's A Plus Awards, November seventeenth. Yes, I'm yeah. so looking forward to it. Yeah. So, what are your strategic initiatives for next year? Looking on the horizon of next year, what do you have cooking for then? <laughs> that's a good question. I'm going into my fifth year as chamber director, which is crazy. Yep, went fast. Um, I, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did your husband say to you? It's five years. What are you doing? Oh, What's going on? You know, I have the most amazing board. And, uh, you know, I think it's it's a time to hit reset, you know, to really look at. Someone asked me to do an event last year, and we're booked throughout the year already. Every month we have an after five booked. Um, so I'm already thinking, okay, our relevance is here. You know, uh, part of that amazing. was built throughout the pandemic. Yeah. I think people have learned to trust, you know, trust. And so, uh, I, you know, really continuing to build on that trust is the, probably the most important thing mm-hmm. for us is that, you know, I have a board that's so committed. Um, we want to do more. Yeah. You know, we uh, had a tour this Yesterday, our equity task force did the. We some of us had done it in bits and pieces, so we did it all together. Ancestral Bridges tour in downtown Amherst, um, and uh, that if you have not heard of it, look it up ancestralbridges.org. dot uh, It's the history of African Americans in Amherst and it, by. Uh, one of our town council, our current town council members, and also linked directly to the exhibit that they made possible uh, and brought back um, Civil War tablets of some of our first infantries and that uh, were well represented by um, African Americans who lived in our area and around the state and other states. So it's just, it's, it's, it's moving, it's humbling, um, it's beautiful, and it's hard. Like yeah. it's, it's, and, and we obviously still have a lot more work to do yeah, in that area. That. So I, I certainly want to be able to be a part of that um, growth and lean into those conversations. And we're going to be doing more of that this year. So um, working with our, starting with Amherst and working with um, their CRESS and DEI teams. So um, amazing. there's a lot. Yeah, there's so much to do. On. The tourism piece, we did receive a second grant. And so the tourism initiative for Greater Amherst, what's next? Um, what I like to say is right here, Amherst area, this is what's next. <laughs> I love it. Well, <laughs> Um, and I, I feel like that's a great place to end, looking forward, looking towards your fifth year um, plus and seeing what happens in 2023. Um, you know, on the show, we have a couple of sponsors that I need to thank. One of them is Business West, who you know, George O'Brien so well. Um, many of us do in the business community. He does so much, him and his team, um, just to spread the word and let everyone know what's going on. Very much a convener, like we've been talking about. And then also Greenfield Savings Bank, who is a uh, commercial, um, I'm sorry, a, a mutual bank in this area serving Franklin and Hampshire County. My employer, um, we have a new president, Tom Mashako, who was our CFO and is now our CEO. We're very excited about that. So thank you everyone for listening. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and we've been talking with Claudia Pesmani today of the Amherst Area Chamber of Commerce. She's the executive director, and I'm so happy that you've been here. Thank you. Thank you. 
Let me sit on top of your knee. 